0: Can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm pump in the morning. You're going to need a bigger potion. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts uh, baby in uh, a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Welcome, everybody, to a special midweek version, a bonus episode, if you will, of Through the Lens. This is Darren. I don't have Tracy because uh, I was fortunate enough uh, to see a movie. Tracy wasn't able to see it. Um, So I want to make sure I reviewed it because it's leaving the Strand soon. Uh, So what I reviewed is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Um, And uh, it's been at the Strand for a little bit, but I was out of town. Um, We had a lot of movies to catch up on. And finally I got in uh, to see this on the holiday. Um, And so here I am with my review. Uh, A couple of things I want to tell you about Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Uh, It is rated PG-13. That PG-13, it does have your standard transformer style robot on robot violence Uh, there also is a fair amount of cursing Um, I remember when I saw the very first Transformers movie and I'm talking about the cartoon from the 80s not the Michael Bay movies there was like two curse words and as a kid that blew my mind like oh my gosh I can't believe they cursed and um, it does still feel weird to me Um, whatever it is 30 years later uh, hearing Transformers Curse. But there's a fair amount of Transformers Cursing in this. So if that's something you're sensitive to, just want to be aware. That's, that's primarily probably the reason behind the PG 13. Uh, this movie is two hours and seven minutes long. Uh, and there is uh, an end credit scene about midway through. Um, so once you see that and like real credits come on, you could you can go. But uh it's it's probably about midway through the credits, there's an end credit scene. So I want to talk to you a little about Transformers. First of all, I have to expose my bias. Uh, I love Transformers. Transformers is sort of the cartoon that shaped i don't want to say shaped my childhood but it definitely is the cartoon that sort of hit me in that sweet spot where i was watching cartoons and we were all obsessed with transformers my brother and i collected them we watched the cartoon we, as i said we saw the movie um which fun fact is orson welles's last movie role um so anyway we were excited when the michael bay movie started coming out we were super jacked um, but he kind of just screwed them all up i mean robot on robot violence is fun but you know, he kind of changed the the sort of general plot lines I, my big criticism of the michael bay movies is that you really couldn't tell who was who i mean optimus prime kind of looked like optimus prime but you know bumblebee's yellow but they changed the kind of car he was probably for licensing and merchandising purposes because uh, he's supposed to be a volkswagen bug um, and then the other ones were just kind of generic and you couldn't tell who was going on and uh, kind of was hard to see so um the first transfer movies that aside was pretty good and as they kept going, they kind of kept getting worse and worse and more ridiculous. Um, I will say they, they've they kind of soft rebooted the movie. So the last movie in the Transformers franchise was Bumblebee. It was kind of a prequel. Uh, it focused mostly on Bumblebee and a, and a human who found him. Um, and it was a little bit smaller scale, but it was a little bit more true to the characters. You can kind of tell who was who and um, while the plot was still ridiculous, um, it, it was a kind of a refreshing change from just the over-the-top, bombastic ridiculousness of the Shia LaBeouf and the Marky Mark. I think i found a Transformer. Um, Bumblebee was probably the highly, highly, most highly rated movie, but it didn't do super well in the box office. Um, and in this movie, Transformers Rise of the Beast, takes some of the same characters. Um, it also kind of takes the prequel route where it it does take place after Bumblebee, but it takes place before the other movies. I believe it's in the 90s. Um, which is an interesting setting. Um, And, you know, I I guess I would say if you're one of those like canon style chronology and and what's going on in the movies, Transformers make no sense. They don't um, follow the rules of like what happened in the last movie affects this movie. They change the mythology. Um, Different things are happening. So don't get too caught up in that because your your brain will melt. But um, it is kind of fun to see new Transformers in new settings doing new things. Uh, One of the Best critique or best things I can say about this movie is, um, as I said, unlike the other movies, you can kind of tell who's who. So Transformers Rise of the Beast takes your normal Transformers and then it throws in um, a later Transformers series that came after my time called Beast Wars. And Beast Wars is considered very highly regarded. Um, but instead of Transformers, there's, or Autobots and Decepticons, they have Maximals. And the Maximals are basically like, if you know what Dinobots are, which were transforming dinosaurs maximals are transforming mammals so you've got a gorilla cheetah i guess it's not mammals it's animals because there's also a bird Uh, but basically instead of your normal transformers they have a new generation and they're for some reason animals that transform I, i don't know enough about beast wars to really get into the mythology but i do know that this movie is probably one of the closest adaptations to the original transformers that i know and love Particularly, it has a lot of touch points to that Transformers animated movie that I keep talking about. Uh, First and foremost, if you've seen that, you will uh, love that Unicron is in this movie. And, you know, when Fantastic Four was made by um, Fox, that's a Marvel movie, um, there's a super huge character who eats worlds called Galactus. I don't know how they'd make him into a movie, but he's basically a big purple dude. Um, And that movie decided to make him a cloud thing. And it just didn't work and it kind of sucked. Uh, But Unicron looks like Unicron did in the movie, so I like that. Uh, It also brings in some other characters from the classic Generation 1, as it's known. Um, R.C. is another character that was introduced in that movie. She's basically a pink motorcycle. Uh, She's like the first and mostly main female Autobot. Uh, But there's some other deep cuts. Mirage is a character from Gen 1 that um, plays a big role in this movie. Obviously, there's Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Um, And then... Um, The bad guys are kind of generic, so you don't really have to worry too much about that. But basically, just like Galactus, Unicron's got heralds who go out and try to find worlds for him to eat. So I like that they kind of kept the look of the original movies a little bit better, or the TV show a little bit better. Uh, Took some nice little Easter eggs and and plots from the movie. I think there's even some deeper cuts from the movie that I don't want to spoil if if you've seen it. Um, But it just just flowed better. Uh, It's a little less completely ridiculous than... Um, the Michael Bay movies, he's kind of done with this. Um, and I, I found myself really liking this movie. I was kind of, I don't say I was surprised because if it would have just been a stupid robots fighting each other, that's enough for me. But, um, you know, the plot's got your typical MacGuffin, uh, this thing that can do this thing they need to get, and the bad guys want it. So nothing super special there. There's not really a lot of plot twists that you wouldn't see, but, um, it does do a nice job of, of having excuses for robots to fight each other. Uh, The one thing I will say is it does start a little slow. So I think the thing that probably the biggest weakness of the Transformers movies is that they focus too much on the humans. I mean, I don't really care about Marky Mark and his inventor struggles, and I didn't care about Shia LaBeouf at all. He was annoying. Um, But they spend probably about the first half hour of this movie introducing the two main human characters. and. I thought that was a little bit slow, but it did kind of give you a little bit more reason to, to like them, which is, I guess, important. I mean, I, I like to focus tend to be on the robots because in the cartoon they have really good personalities. But, um, you know, uh, if you're going to have a movie with humans, you might as well invest a little bit of time and like them. So while I thought the beginning was slow, it definitely picked up enough to like it. Um, You care about them. And uh, the main guy in particular uh, ended up having a pretty good – he has a little charisma. I don't know what he's in. Uh, usually Tracy can cite everything, but Anthony Ramos is his name, and he's a, he plays like the main lead, and I, I really liked him. I um, also want to point out uh, a couple things. Um, the voice of Mirage is really interesting. I'm pretty sure the voice of Mirage is – um, what's his name? Pete Davidson uh, from Saturday Night Live, and he adds a lot of humor to it. He's basically playing himself, it seems like, but probably had the most personality of any Transformer um, – in the series so far up uh, you know I know a lot of people love Bumblebee and I loved him in the cartoon but they made this weird decision the very beginning to like take out his voice box and he only talk to the radio not really true to the character I don't get it, it kind of keeps that wall between you and really giving him a personality um so I've never really liked that um Optimus Prime is voiced by Peter Cullen who is the original Optimus Prime from the cartoon totally awesome I have to give a shout out to Ron Perlman who I think actually went to college with my dad, fun fact. Um, but Ron Perlman is the voice of Optimus Primal, which is the gorilla version of Optimus Prime, um, and I thought he did a good job. He's got a really, he's got a lot of gravitas in his voice. Uh, Peter Dinklage is one of the bad guys, and um, I didn't recognize his voice, but I like that. And Michelle Yeoh is in this too as a, one of the um, Maximals. So it's a pretty good voice cast. Um, the nice thing is the voices were distinct enough. You you didn't know exactly who they were, except for Pete Davidson. You kind of watched and knew who he was. But the other ones, you're like, it didn't take you out of the role so much. Um, but they also sounded distinct enough that you knew they were different characters. Because sometimes it's really hard to to tell with the Transformers who's who. You know, I know the old Starscream, didn't, they didn't do a good justice to him either. So um, it was nice to do that. And uh, and the character designs, as I said, are much more, A, true to the comics, but B, you can really tell they're different. Um, part of that is Bumblebee's yellow, Optimus Prime's a blue and red truck, uh, RC is a pink motorcycle. Um, so there aren't so many and, and they're not all silver and black. So you can kind of tell, um, them apart, um, small nitpicky thing. I mean, J- uh, Mirage, I think looks more like jazz did in the cartoon, but I think they already killed off jazz in an earlier movie. So they probably had to take liberties. Uh, and then Wheeljack is in this movie, but he doesn't look like he did in the cartoon, but he's, he doesn't have a huge part, but he's pretty cool. So. Um, As I said, I like seeing the new Transformers. They don't really explain how these dudes are here in this movie, but they're not later on uh, in the other movies. But Transformers does not concern itself with timelines and canon. So uh, I would say if you like big, dumb action movies with robots fighting each other and exploding, uh, you will like this movie. You don't really need to see the other movies because it's kind of this weird prequel between Bumblebee and then the later movies. Um, And I think that frees you from having to know what happens in the other movies, and this isn't like Marvel where things stack up and you have to figure things out. Because honestly, if you if you watch them all in a row, you'd be like, "Wait, King Arthur's in this now, and what's this?" So it really does stand alone. I do think it's more fun if you know about the Transformers from the original cartoon, and in particular, I'll always plug this. If you tra- see Transformers the animated movie, I think you'll get a kick out of this because that's where unicorn comes from, that's where RC comes from. Although she was in the later series of the later episodes of the series too, and obviously. You'll want to know who Optimus Prime is because he's awesome. So, uh, I think you, I think you can go into this without seeing anything. Um, Transformer movies don't really spend too much time trying to make sense anyway. Um, but I think you have a pretty good chance of just enjoying robots fighting each other. So, is it the greatest movie of all time? No. Is it very entertaining? Um, is it better than the, um, the 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 movies that have come most recently before Bumblebee? Uh, absolutely. It does have more action than Bumblebee did. So if you Felt like you, it was an improvement, but a little slow. I think that's my brother's opinion. This one will probably be more your your cup of tea. As I alluded, as I alluded to before, the real reason I wanted to A, see the movie, and B, get this review out is because Transformers Rise of the Beast is leaving the Strand in short order. Um, there is one more day left to see it. Uh, it is showing on Thursday uh, at 4.15 and 7.15. Um I do think this movie screams to be seen on the big screen. Um, if you want to see it at all, it just doesn't do it justice uh, on the small screen. Um, and I, you know, I hate to rip on the Flash because I did enjoy it, but the CGI is way more convincing and way better than than the Flash's was. Um, so I, I do think you'll want to see this uh, on the big screen. Um, if you don't want to see Transformers Rise of the Beast, you can also see the aforementioned Flash that's also showing at the Strand. Um, and I believe they have Elemental for one more weekend, which is the new Pixar movie. Um, finally, who's going to like this? Action movie fans, Transformers fans. This is a vast improvement over the Michael Bay sequels, um, especially fans of the Generation 1. And I think if you like... I think if you know the Beast Wars, because there's a whole generation that that's their Transformers, I think you'll like this as well. Um, They don't skimp on them like the uh, Dinobots episode did where they teased the Dinobots and they came in for like five minutes at the end and it didn't make any sense. Um, I'm going to score this movie an eight and a half because I liked it. I like Transformers. It was better than the other one. So I'm kind of grading on the Transformers curve. Um, It's not an eight and a half movie overall, but it's a nice action movie that will it has some quotes from the movies there's a lot of Easter eggs um I'm sorry from the cartoon so if you've enjoyed the cartoon it's kind of a nice remembering from my childhood so I'd say if you're in the sweet spot of me um you're going to really like this movie uh, like I am if you don't like transformers you know it's it's more of that kind of stuff but it's just kind of probably slightly better uh than your favorite transformers movie up to this point I've I've heard that this might be the best one uh, I'm kind of a prisoner of the moment because I just saw it but I really did like it, uh, and it is far superior to the more recent ones, I can tell you that. So, and there's no annoying humans like Shia LaBeouf or I think I found a Transformer. So, I'm going to give it a solid eight and a half because I liked it. Obviously, you know, you've listened to this show, you know what I like and what I don't like. Didn't have anything that really ticked me off. So, um, I would say go see on the big screen if you like Transformers, roll out.